Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 88. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I should have done a sound check on you. Say hello again. Hello again. There you go. That's better. So anyway, uh, we are here once again, as we are on a weekly basis, to really share from our hearts what's going on in the lives of our family and issues that I think many people face in life. And some uh, today's topic is going to be a little bit unique in that we are going to talk about difficult decisions. At least that's going to be the title of today's episode. And Stephanie and I are going to just share with you guys a little bit more about some difficult decisions that we've made in our life. And um, we were going to share some, you know, we had anticipated that we were going to share more details, more details. But uh, I think that as we got closer to hitting the record, we're button, not ready yet. Our heart, b- both of our hearts have kind of determined that we're not ready to share all those details, which to me is a confirmation that it's just not time yet. Yeah. You know, if we're both going into it with the same feeling, mm-hmm. then and and it's not fear. It's not fear. The fear the, the feeling is not fear. Um but it's just not time yet. It's just not time yet. Eventually, it, the story will make it into the book. You know, uh, it, it, the, the story the story will make unless it unless I'm the, the one book. doing the proofreading. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, the, the, let me let's just first of all say a couple things to to set the the premise of today's show. Okay, uh, we it is December. Today is December tenth, two thousand nine. I know it's freezing outside. It is freezing outside. Finally that, feels like December. So the thing is, though, Stephanie, what is it that's coming up on December 16th? Well, in six days, it will be four years that we've been um, on this adventure. Yes. So, four, right? Yeah. Four, I mean, you looked at me like I... No, yeah, yeah. So so absolutely. In, in, in six days, we will celebrate our fourth year in podcasting. Right. And and gspn.tv will be, the generally speaking production network will be four years old. This community has been building relationships for four years. We have been providing entertaining, educational, encouraging, and inspirational content for four years. By the end of today, we will have released um, more than one thousand eight hundred and sixty episodes of podcast content produced either by myself or you. Right. And uh, so that is a lot of things that we've covered over the last four years. Now, what we want to do is uh, tell you that it's been an amazing journey. Mm -hmm. And in fact, we talk about that a lot. You know, you and I do. We, We share, we often share how exciting, you know, what we do, you know, what we do is and, and how God has blessed us. We always talk about the blessings. We, we've occasionally just said, you know, hey, you know, things are going, you know, things aren't the greatest right now, but we're making it through. You know, and we, we've occasionally touched on those things. And, and I feel like, you know, in, in the Pursuing a Balanced Life, there's been a lot of information there that right. that I've shared that has been, you know, mostly for plus member only. Uh, I've shared some of the, you know, deeper struggles along the way. Uh, but I recorded an episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life. It's episode number 425. 
And it's it is an episode that I would desire that one day that that we would get like one hundred thousand listens of that episode. Okay, that is is like some cra- kind of crazy personal desire of mine, and I'm I'm sending lots of people to it. And it's uh, you can get to it by the way by going to gspn.tv forward slash passion. Okay, and it's real simple. So just type that into your web browser gspn.tv slash passion and it will take you to pursuing a balanced life episode number 425 the title of that episode the title of that episode is uh follow your passion and the money will follow and so in that i kind of share the story of how you and i made the decision for me to leave my career in insurance and i actually played a little bit of an audio clip of you and i announcing it okay you know, the the episode where we announced that to... I don't remember any of that. You don't remember any of that at all? No. Would you like me to play an audio clip? No, not right now. Okay. But, but someday I'll, I'll probably go back and listen to it. Um, do you know, really, the only thing I remember is that it came down to a point where it had to be one or the other. It had to be insurance or podcasting, one or the other. But we could no longer, as a family, and this is... This, doesn't even apply to to you personally because that is a completely whole other story which you've shared already but it it just became a point where as a family it had to be one or the other we were um you were gone all the time because you were doing both and i remember saying to you you have to choose one or the other Right. And then pushing you to choose this. So so that's exactly it. So basically what happened is that podcasting became such an all-consuming passion. I mean, literally a, a passion like you it was un, it was an uncontrollable passion. And to be honest with you, I thought it was just unhealthy and I felt guilty about it and I did actually make a decision that I was I was done focusing on podcasting. Right, you tried you that know, for a while. You know, like and two days. exactly. And <laughs> for 2 days. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I decided that, you know what, I, for, I'm going to put this idea that I'll ever podcast for a living, you know, that it would ever become some kind of career. I mean, I'm going to put that out of my head because there's just, that's just unrealistic. Right. You know, I mean, th- there's nobody else that does that. There's no way that that's possible. I mean, you know, and I, I you know, I'd even heard, you know, some, cause I had kind of hinted at that over time and I've heard people say, well, gosh, Cliff, how can you, you ask for donations? You know, if I have a, go- if, if I, if my hobby is golf, I don't ask people to donate money so that I could play golf. Right. And it's like, well, do tons of people g- gain entertainment, yeah, what education, <laughs> and, uh, you know, do they, are they encouraged or inspired by your golf game? I mean, uh, Tiger Woods gets paid the golf, you know, and it's like, you know, if you could crush it too, probably if you just tried. Uh, but anyway, uh, but so I had people who, who there, there were occasions where the seeds of doubt that I would ever make anything in podcasting. There was always more people who encouraged me that I could. Than there were that that suggested that that it's not possible, but I but was. But it only takes one to say that it's not possible, right? And that was me. That was I the, know. that was me. I was yeah. the guy who said, "Nah, it's it's just not possible." Had I mean, this been only your decision alone, I think you'd still be sitting behind a desk at that office up there. I I know I would. I mean, honestly, I I don't know if people understand that I pushed you to do this. All right. I. I did. And sometimes I wonder, sometimes in the beginning, I wondered, did I do the right thing? (laughs) Did I really think that through, you know, but, um, 
Literally, I shoved you over the edge. You, there, there's no question you did. I mean, you, you. I mean, I was, I was on the verge of, you know, investigating whether or not it would, could be a reality. But you are the person. I mean, I, I was, I was in my, in the back of my mind, I was on the edge of, I'm ready to make a go at this, and praying that you would say, "Dude, get a life," <laughs> you know. <laughs> And and I didn't tell you this, but but through conversation, you just gave, he said you got to leave there. And I came home one day like I normally did, despising my life, you know. <laughs> right. You know, my my soul had been sucked out of me, and I was lifeless and devoid of any passion. I had pretty much decided that you know I, I need to quit focus on podcasting because you know it it, it takes up Do too you know much that energy. Tess should totally patent that. Soul sucking. Yeah. I know the soul sucking career in right. insurance, but um, yeah, where is the butt? They're saying. Uh, here, here's the situation though. Uh, I did. I, oh, I've she's talked, in here. She says I should. She said <laughs> I, didn't I should. Know she was in the chat room. Yeah, That's she should. Uh, but anyway, here, here's the situation. I, I've recorded all the. You know, you got to go back and listen to episode four twenty five. If anything, this podcast here is a continuation it's the uh, it's the right. it's the other part that's the untold sto- story of episode 120 or 425 of pursuing a balanced life um so le- what i want to do is i want to read to you what mary says after she, what she wrote as a comment on that episode after she listened to it and this is what she writes okay hey cliff good stuff it would be nice to hear one of the lows of starting out you really don't hear people talking about the negatives and the pain, stress, and lack of income when you first start out. You really only hear about the highs and the positives. I realize that you want to share the positives and stay connected to positive people, but for those of us who who uh, for those of us that start to wonder if we made a mistake, is it is good to hear from those who have made it and intimately share some of the struggles that they went through up front. Um, let's see here. We have been working at this business for a few months, probably trying to do too much up front. So we feel rather discouraged and burned out. Uh, but on the same side, I know that this is what we love to do and we want to make it work in my heart. Uh, would like to see some money coming, uh, you know, all that we'd like to see some money coming in. Uh, you mentioned anxiety attacks. Yep. Having them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we are realizing that I'm doing the things in this business. We are doing things in this business uh, startup that I don't like to do. Not my strengths or my passion, but it, not able to pay someone else who can do these things to do, uh, you know, up front. Uh, so we find ourselves doing those things. Um, I do see that we, you know, I do see that I worry too much and I try to take control of things. Uh, so I have to give it to God and just trust Him. It's a process. Okay, I'm rambling. Sorry. Uh, she said, you nailed what you need to do um, on the head. Uh, can you, uh, let's see, can what you like. Okay, so she she talks about a little bit of the content. So I responded to her. If you want to see that, go to gspn.tv slash passion. You see her comment and you can see what I wrote back to her. Okay. Now, um, and, and yes, Professor Professor Allen, this is the sequel to uh, to episode 425. So in that episode, I think I talked about the fact that, okay, we made this decision you know, and, and I was pushed over the edge. I, I came to the point where, okay, we, we announced to the GSPN community that I was leaving my career in insurance and that I was going to give an, that I was giving an, I was going to give a 90 day notice. Right. 
And that next day, I, and I was certain, 100% certain, that my dad was going to be what I was looking for. And that was the one person to say, Not a chance. Not a chance. You're, you're, that's the stupidest thing ever. Right. And so, you know. Which you were hoping that I would give you. I was hoping that you would give me. <laughs> And so I just needed my... So Sorry, I, I couldn't be what you needed in that moment. The only other person I had to look <laughs> lean on for this for this permission to give up this dream... Was your dad. Was my dad. It's like, right. you know, and I was certain. It's like, okay, if Stephanie... I know my dad's going to give it to me. Right. You know, and so I went in... I still hope that I have more pool than your dad. Though. You do. You do. <laughs> and I was going to... I was probably so. going to try to go it, even though he was going to disagree with right. it. Um, because I felt that strong about it, but I was hoping that s- somebody would speak some some, some sense, sense into, into me, you, right? Yes. What What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. And uh, because you know, you look back, what what we've done doesn't make sense. No, really, honest. I mean, it, it does it really now. Doesn't. Knowing what we know now, it makes sense because it's about faith and it's about pursuing your passion right. and what you're designed and called to do, and God's going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But 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 as much as I've had faith. This is the first time I ever stepped out on it in yeah. a major way. And lived it. And lived it. And, and lived it. And, you know, there are, do you, do you have a whole story? Do you want that you are wanting to tell or am I, am I interrupting you? No, you say whatever you want. Okay. I, I have some points that I want to, that I want to hit through the thing. Okay. But go ahead. Say anything you want. Um, you know, it really was, it really was a matter of stepping out on faith in, Ways that I can't even describe, you know, I can't even put into words, but it was one thing to always say that we lived by faith. It was another thing to step out and start this business with no existing clients, no idea where, you know, no business plan, no, no business plan. And, um, so it it really was the first time in our marriage that we had to actually live it or that we chose to, Mm -hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So Anyway, it, it it was all about faith. It was all about faith. And so I went into my dad. Right. And he, and he says, I think this is a great idea. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously? He's, and, and, and he got excited. And, and in right. fact, he, he started saying, he said something to me that, that I'll never forget. He goes, I can actually see where probably in, in 10 years from now, you'll be making a whole lot more money doing that than you would in insurance. Right. And, and, and in my mind, not possible right you know at that time right. not possible and because what people don't know is and, and i've shared this multiple times when i when i stepped in my dad's office that day i want you guys to know i was i was making what you were turning down what i was turning down right eighty seven thousand dollars a year is what i was making that's what i was making but I was you were making, supposed to take over and, and it, make yes. six figures when, and so that's why we, we really thought that they would just be you know what <laughs> exactly you know? why why i i really think that um do you know, that's the one question that i have never asked myself in this entire time it has never been a, a even a factor for me to ask why would you turn down that kind of money mm-hmm. or you know that kind of of security because it was never about that it never was. Now, granted, making money helps. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's you know, it's nice to be able to feed our kids every now and then. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Please know that that was a joke. That was a joke. We've um, never not fed our. We've kids. We've never not fed our kids, and so, but but it was it was never a question for me as to why 
we were turning down six figures. It, 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 the money was never It was the never issue. about the money. Now, I thought about the money a lot, but that never came into the decision-making process. Right. You know, I, the, the thing is, is I, I felt a call back before I even started insurance. My mom and dad went to go hire me, you know, and, and they said, you know, do you want to do this? I said, as long as you understand that I feel a call that one day God's going to call me to full-time ministry, which means I'm going to, you know, maybe at most make $37,000 a year or something right. crazy, stupid like that. And, uh, you know, and, and, and that's the most I'll ever make. And, and as long as you're cool with me leaving insurance to go pursue something like that one day, then uh, I'll, I'll do it. And of course they said, yeah, and, and, and stuff. But, um, but, but no, I, I mean, I was making 87,000 a year and it would, and as far as, you know, Dan Miller in 48 days to the work you love, which I love Dan Miller. I love all his products and, and, and stuff materials. Um, he says that, you know, we, this idea of having job security is, is a myth. And, but if there, if there is a such thing as job security, I had it. I was in a family-run insurance agency. Has been in the business in the family since 1937. Right, and I was the the contracts were written and ready to be signed for you know for us for you to take over for t- to take no, over. No, there was no us. And and well, exactly <laughs> for me to take over, and and it would be a guaranteed minimum six-figure income, right, and not the lower end of a six-figure income. That that's what I walked away from, and that by the way. Uh, if I were still in insurance, we'd be working on the transition plan right now. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? Check the chat room. What are they saying? <laughs> How did you feel the wake wake up? What? No, go ahead. Check the I'm chat sorry. room. Parker J. Parker, what? Oh, be thankful for that. Ah, so PJ's here. Yes. Very cool. My brother's in the chat room, everybody. Say hi to Parker. <laughs> That's cool. Be so, thankful for that. <laughs> yes, be thankful for that. Absolutely. So, so anyway, um, so I would I would be taking over the insurance agency and and all that stuff. But you know what? I we left it all behind, and I had absolutely you know Stephanie and I. If you've listened to us for a long time, you know we did the episode called "Living Debt Free." Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, we had we had finally gotten free of our debt minus our our mortgage on our home. That was the only debt that we had, but we had actually paid off more than $80,000 in unsecured debt. Mm-hmm. And that we, so I want to say first and foremost, I don't think we could have ever made the decision if we still owed money to credit cards and no. all that other stuff. It, w- it wouldn't have been, um, you know, when we, when we were in the throes of paying off, doing the debt snowball and, and all those things, thanks to Dave Ramsey. Um, I remember it more than once you said, I feel like my paycheck should just be written out to chase credit card company, yeah. you know, and um, because that's who I work for. And honestly, it was. I mean, that was where all of our all of our money went. And if that was if we were still in in Folks, credit card debt, there were times when the credit card company would send us those checks that you can write to take out some money from oh your balance. Goodness. There were times when we we took those checks, wrote a check to ourselves so that we could pay the minimum balances on our credit cards. That's how bad it used to be. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. So, and go ahead. And what, but no, if we, if we were in debt, it would have never been an option. Right. It would have never been an option. Yeah. To leave the office. So, so, so basically God laid it on our heart uh, several years ago to start pursuing a life that is debt free. Right. 
and 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 God put us on that journey and prepared us for such a time as two years ago when we would actually say, okay, we're going to step out in faith. And by the way, no clients, no business plan, which by the way, I, if anybody wanted to do what we're doing, not like podcasting, but you know, stepping out on your own, I would advise transitioning into it right. rather than just jumping out. Well, I know even, um, so you gave your 90 days and then like, was it, um, 45 days in, you had 45 days left. Yes. You were like, hmm, maybe I should transition slowly and yep. work like at the office a few days a week and do this. And your dad said no. I went to my matter of fact, everybody, you know, I was sharing that. I was sharing that in the Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast. Uh, it used to be called My Crazy Life back then. But uh, I shared it in that podcast. You know, this process, I was sharing right. all these things from the time I made the decision. I was sharing my heart in a very real way. And uh, everybody said, oh, your dad, he, he's he's going to. He's he he's gonna understand and he's gonna know what it starts and you just go talk to your dad. I'm sure he loves you and if he you know it, he's going to he's going to let you work a couple days a right. week. And so I went into my dad after 45 days and I said, listen, you know, I'm looking at this. I'm about halfway <laughs> into this, you know, almost getting ready to be on right. my own. He's carrying a paper bag everywhere he goes because he's hyperventilating all the time. <laughs> Pretty much, exactly. <laughs> uh, and and I shared in per- pursuing a balanced life number 425. I shared that there were nights when I literally thought I didn't sleep and I thought that I was going to have to call 911 because I was having a heart attack. I, right. I was like having the- panic, atta- panic attacks. Mm-hmm. My anxiety was so bad. Um, but I, I went to my dad and everybody's like, oh, my, your dad will understand. He'll, he'll let you drink. So I went to my dad and I said, you know, what about for the next six months? I work here three days a week and I'll do my business the other two days a week plus the, the weekend. And my dad says, No. no. He says, you make a decision right now. He says, you're here or you're there. Absolutely. He says, you're here. He says, listen, if you go, if you go, if you leave the agency, I want you to know the door's always open for you to come back. Anytime you they need really to. They really should close it. <laughs> well, I closed the door on that. But it, I know. But, uh, but anyway, he says, you, come, you can come back. If you, if you go out and you fa- if you fail, you fall on your face, you, your job here is secure. You can come back. That's that's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. But if, if you're you gonna go, go, you're gonna go. Right. I because I I've seen you here for the last two years. You've been doing this podcasting stuff. You haven't been here. And he was right. And and he was absolutely right. He was absolutely. That's right. why I was so miserable. I was so miserable because I felt like I was stealing money out of a register at a you know at a right. department store that I was working at. Because when I was there, I wasn't doing. The, the stuff that I was being paid to do. I, I was not earning. I, I was making, I was bringing home $87,000 a year. You weren't earning I was anymore. not earning $87,000 a year. And that's what made me miserable. My, my integrity had been drugged through the mud because I would go into the office and I would spend half of my day dreaming and thinking about how to build the community of GSPN and about how to do the next new thing in podcasting. That's I, so it was it was a really bad situation. And so my dad says, listen, you know, you go do this. And he says, you'll make it. I have no doubt. He says, Cliff, I really I don't have any doubt. You're he says, you have the talent and you have the passion. And with those two things, I don't think you can possibly fail. And I'm my dad said that to me. Right. 
And I didn't know if I should be devastated that my dad doesn't love me enough to give me the opportunity to transition or that I should love the fact that my dad had the faith in, you? The faith in me that I didn't have in myself. Right. And, and obviously, I love my dad for the fact that he said, you know, it's one or the other. Right. He says, but if you, if you decide, you know, that you're not ready, then you need to, you're going to stay here. You have to, you have to stop all podcasting. And it would be kind of like, you know, there's, there's no moonlighting in podcasting. Right. You know, and, and, and I agreed with him. That made perfect sense. That was not an, that was not an, that was not a, um, a suggestion that didn't, you know, w- that wasn't fair. You know, it's like, what's in my free time is in my free time. That, no, that, I understand what he was coming from, understood right. where he's coming from. And that was the decision that I, I understood I needed to make. And so I left there. I was like, well, I can't not pursue. I can't not, I can't not try this. So uh, the, 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 the next thing that came was Christmas, you know, is Christmas Eve at my parents' house. And by the way, during this time, uh, all through this 90 days, I was... 90 I w- days is a really, really, really long notice. <laughs> it is a ni- long notice. <laughs> uh, but during this 90 days, I will be honest with you, I was lethargic most of the time. Mm-hmm. I was... I was uh, what's, you were what, paralyzed by fear. That you, I was looking for that phrase. Mm-hmm. I was. I was literally paralyzed. You know, I remember when I met your grandfather for the first time. He was paralyzed <laughs> yeah. on one side of his body to, due to a stroke. I felt, internally, I felt like your grandfather. I felt paralyzed. You know, I would sit down to watch TV with you, and I'd want to be interested in it. And through the entire episode, what have I done to my family? What have, I mean, why am I sitting here? I, I should be doing something. How how am I going to make money? I mean, right. it was it was paralyzing. Right. It was paralyzing. And and I am, I am the type. I I make a decision, and I stick with my decision, even if it's wrong. I'll stick with it through the end, and be able to say, I was wrong. So you're sitting. You. I mean, you are. I'm not kidding. Freaked out. Freaked out is is. And I am like, I'm sitting there going, dude. <laughs> You got I mean, you got to try it first. Yeah. You, you got to try it first. And not that I was saying these things to you um, while we were watching, you know, television. But part of me was just like, you know, you know it, it was like with the whole thing in January, you know, you almost died, but you didn't. You know, you <laughs> made the decision. Now, now stick with it, you know, and. And, yep. and you were solid. You were solid there. Now, there have been times. I'm going to ask you. Have okay. you ever doubted? Absolutely. Absolutely. There have been times where I have um I, I have written checks with tears in my eyes because I didn't know you know, okay, great, I'm gonna pay this, but how are we gonna feed the kids? Like seriously, where where is that gonna come from? And I have sobbed and sobbed over um whether this was the right thing. I haven't done that in a really long time, I just need to say that. Okay. But one thing that I absolutely love is that we were never in that same place at the same time. Yes. Ever. It, I mean, and it was almost like it was almost like us like in a cycle. Like it would be a week and a half where you were like freaking out and then like you would freak out the week and a half before you paid yourself and I'd freak out for like the week and a half after. <laughs> Being like how do I make this stretch? I know. How I know. do I stretch this that far? Yep. And you know, we have I I sobbed over I'm like I cannot take the kids to the grocery store with me anymore because I am so sick and tired of saying no. 
Yeah. And I'm not a person who gives my kids everything they want. I say no an awful lot. Some people think that I'm really mean. But you were you were at the point where you could never say yes. I could never say yes. And it was breaking my heart. I mean, I couldn't buy you a, a, a piece of penny candy unless you found a penny in the parking lot. It was like I was so tired of saying no because I was never saying yes. And so there, there came a time where really for like was it two or three months that I didn't take the kids to the grocery store with me because it was breaking my heart every time. And not because I have a problem saying no. Right. But, um, but yeah, we were never in that place at the same time, though. It's right, because there were times when I was just like, you know, it, the anxiety of, you know, gosh, I, I'm, I have, I've got two weeks left in the month, and, I've got, and, and I'm looking at how much money I've earned so far this month, and, you know, I believe God's a God of miracles, but I don't see this happening. Right. I just don't. I, I, and, and I'll be honest with you, sometimes it was, it was that being paralyzed by fear. Uh, and it, and it's the, it is the uh, it is a mindset of what's called scarcity. When, when that becomes your focus and all of a sudden it keeps you from generating income. Right, absolutely. It kept me from doing the things I needed to do to make sure that if God wanted to provide a miracle in my life, to, to by golly, let him have some, some place to, you know, to fit it in. And I wasn't, you know, I, I, I was paralyzed with fear and anxiety and I was, my mind was set on what we didn't have versus what could be possible. Right. And, and there were times when I would share that with you or sometimes us, sometimes I wouldn't share it with you. But during those times, you were always the, the rock and, and the encouragement that I needed. And by the way, I just want to let people know, Stephanie is the, was the main source of my encouragement. But I want to, I do want to say that she was not the only source of no. encouragement for me. Uh, when, when I, I can't be that for you, when I, when I launched this business and I think this is extremely important for folks to, to know when I launched this business, I created a board of advisors and it's not like some official meeting that we had. Uh, I created basically a Google, a Google group and I invited certain people that had been the greatest amount of source of encouragement and inspiration for me. And, and these were these men, some of these men were, uh, were one, one of them was my pastor. Mm-hmm. He was uh, pastor Chad Cadell. You guys heard, hear him on the watermark community Robert. podcast a lot prayer. Uh, my prayer partner for the like, you know, last 58 years, <laughs> We joke around about that. We've been prayer partners, you know, almost half my life. Um, I think literally now. Um, not quite yet. Almost, almost. Oh, yeah. But anyway, pr- uh, my prayer partner, Robert Johnson, who also had stepped out in faith and launched his, his own, own business. business. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Stephen, Stephen Cross, were you a member of that board of advisors? I think so. I think Stephen no, was I a member so. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, some other folks. But then there was also f- folks who hadn't run their own business. These were just... These are just people who were just encouragers. And so I had um, 10 advisors and Stephanie, hmm. um, say something while I go pull this off the board. Okay. I don't know what to say while you pull that off the board, but I'm, I'm waiting for, oh, he's going to pull off my paper that he's totally covered up with <laughs> other cards and, and nice things that we've gotten. All right. How was that? You were very good at yeah. covering for me there. So, so I have three scriptures that I put 
um, uh, on this on this eight and a half by. Oh, it's that camera. It's over the there. wrong camera, but anyway, you guys can't read it. Yeah. But I'm going to read to you now. Obviously, one of them. Uh, I, I will t- tell you Proverbs thirty one ten through eleven says a wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. And that is something I always want to be reminded of because I have a wife of noble character and I love her very much. <laughs> That's questionable, but thank you. All right. But here's the, here are the two things that, that made me understand that this was absolutely a desperate need in my life to surround myself with these 10 men who could be a source of ad- advice and encouragement. Proverbs fifteen twenty two it says, plans fail for lack of counsel. But with many advisors, they succeed. Mm-hmm. And then Proverbs eleven fourteen says, For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but many advisors make victory sure. So I wanted to make sure that I had some people that I could run some thoughts through, you know, thoughts by some, you know, when I'm facing difficult decisions, who do I turn to? And obviously, I want to turn to my wife. And that's she's the first place I ever turn to. But when she gave me some advice, I would also say, okay, guys, this is what I'm thinking. And what do you think about this? And not, I did not always hear what I want. And, I and not only that, but what was great, among, there was one decision that where uh, it was the one decision that we're choosing not to share with you right now what it is. Um, but there was one decision that this group was split on. Um, actually, I, I think it was like 90%. It was nine against one. Right. Uh, and... So, yes, and that that makes sense that Stephen would say, no, no. not now. Right, Because Stephen does know. He knows. he knows what I'm talking about. Thank you. Um, but anyway, there, but there was one person. And in fact, that that one person, when he, when he knew that I was even investigating this idea, he immediately dropped his support of our Plus membership. Uh, he, he says, I can't even believe that you're even thinking about that. Right. You know, what kind of person leaves his career, puts the financial security of his his wife and kids on the line and then considers this as an option to, to help keep things going. That that's ridiculous. I can't support that. And, you know, and, and, and I took that, I took that advice and, and, and stuff like that. And now, you know, what decision we made after that was a decision we made. And, and like I said, if you want to know what decision we're talking about, read the book in about five years from now, because I will write a book and the, the, the story of the most difficult decision we ever made um, will will be in the book that I will eventually write right. about this, but it's not time now. So, with that said, we've had some difficult decisions. I I I turned to you and I turned to these friends, and they were a source of con- consistent encouragement. So, surround yourself with positive people. I talked a lot about that in four twenty five. So we won't go into all of that again. But now. Let's talk about I, somebody asked in the chat room. Who was it that said, uh, you know, did you know, what did you think? You know, the first day there's going to be no paycheck. Who asked that? Um, I can't remember. I, I can't remember. don't remember who asked it, but um, M. Dean, how, oh, uh, how did Dean. you feel? How did it feel to wake up and knowing there was no paycheck coming? Did that make you work harder? And I responded, yes, I believe it did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, because, um, Work harder is like an understatement. Yeah. Um, I probably should have considered this before shoving you over the edge, but I'm, I knew, I always knew that I married a workaholic. 
Um, even prob- when I was in insurance, I was a when, workaholic. Even when you worked at Staples, <laughs> you were a workaholic, you know? Um, if you want to go back that far, it was so I always knew that, that you were a workaholic and that, you know, and we've struggled with that many times. Yes. Yes. Prior to the last two years. So I don't know why in my right mind, and I say in my right mind, I would ever suggest that my workaholic husband would start his own business. No doubt. (laughs) Because there is now we've come a long way in, in two years. We really have. But there were times when I would ask, uh, <laughs> I love it, uh, Anonymous says, says, wait, wait, Cliff worked at Staples. <laughs> I used to work in their catalog, um, ordering cen- catalog yeah, like call, center. call center where, and I was customer service there. Yeah. <laughs> right. That so, was when we first got married. That's when we first met or no, first got married. Cause I yes. had worked at a sign shop before that. Yes. I've worked all kinds of places. <laughs> But anyway, no, you worked at Staples when we got married, right? But when at, we first met, I was working we at Next, Next Day, Day Signs. Right. Okay. So anyway, um, where was I? All right. Okay. Come a long way in the two years, but in the beginning, you were like this dinner guest who <laughs> would drop in and eat and and leave. You, you didn't even stick around for conversation. <laughs> it was bad, folks. It was bad. You, you literally were working. Around the clock. I worked. And, and, and it reminded me a lot. You know, when we first got married, you worked first shift and I worked second shift. And it reminded me a lot of that in the beginning because we have kids in public school. I work first shift. I I have to be up at a certain time. My day runs by a certain, you know, hourly um, schedule. And I have to be embedded a certain time because I have to get up and, and do it all the next day. So I have, and we were just talking about this yesterday, weren't we? I have no flexibility in, as long as our kids are in public school, I have no flexibility as to changing my schedule to mirror yours. Right. And you were doing a lot of your work through the night and then sleeping until 11 or 12 in the afternoon. And um, so it was, it reminded me a lot of when we first got married and we were working those separate shifts. Yeah. That, that's what it was like. Yeah. So, so I want to tell you, um, January 1st came, you know, and it was the first January 1st, 2008 came and it was the first day of my first of the rest of my life. Uh, it was the first day of me being in business for myself. That day I got up at eight o'clock in the morning and I started work immediately I worked until three o'clock in the morning and I did take a break for dinner. That was all I took a break for, for dinner. And that break was probably about 20 minutes in length, if that. You I, eat pretty fast. I doubt it was even 20 minutes. Right. And, 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 and I'm not proud of this at all, but I want to tell you, I did that for three weeks straight, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. I did that three weeks straight, no. seven days a week. What? It was longer than three weeks. Well, so. well, it, it was. That's that's how I worked that schedule for three weeks. Oh, okay. But then all of a sudden, I started to allow myself to sleep in in the morning. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I right. started to decide. You know what? I, I, need, I, I a need a little bit more sleep. Right? I need a little bit more sleep to continue to pursue this. Right. And um, 
So so eventually I allowed myself to sleep until, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock in the morning. And I started to feel a little bit better. Um, and then eventually a few it was it was it was probably at least two or three months into it before I finally decided to take God up on this whole suggestion of having a day of rest. No, nine, nine months later. Mm-hmm. OK, so I have no idea. <laughs> Stephanie, that's why that's why I wanted to have Stephanie in on this story. It was- Not- it was nine months later. Nine months yeah. into it, I finally had enough faith in God to have me take a day off. Right. So since then, since was it September of 2008? Then I, I decided I'm no longer working on Sundays. You guys won't you won't see me work on a Sunday. It, it's just not going to happen. Now, <laughs> that, what are you saying? I'm saying that um, our definitions of work are different. <laughs> okay. Okay. In accordance to this business. Okay. Our definitions of work are different. All right. Um, Cliff, after we come home from church, Cliff will come downstairs to hang his coat up and he'll be gone <laughs> for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, wow, could you not find the hook or what? <laughs> and uh, well, I remember there were, I haven't done this in a long time either, but Cliff used to say, you know how they, they make those like invisible fences for, um, Oh yes, I know exactly for dogs that you can put dogs. around your yard. Well, our house, um, obviously, the studio is downstairs, and our living space is upstairs. So Cliff would like walk over the line and step on the first step, and I'd be like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> I haven't done that in a really you long time. Done it in a long time. That's funny. I would, but I would every time he would take a step downstairs, I'd be like, "Where are you going?" Wait, you're you're on my time now, and I really had to protect that you time did. because it you was did. it was few and far between. And Cliff is a creature of distraction. Like I said, he can't hang up his coat without, you know, ooh, that monitor's right there. I'm just going to check my email real quick. Oh, yeah. I just want to start Monday with, like, inbox two, you know? <laughs> yeah. And um, so I, I very, I'm still protective of that time. Uh, yeah, but, and rightfully so. But not as not as strict about it as, as I was then. So Cliff calls Sunday his day of rest. <laughs> I call his Sunday... His day of maybe I can get this done. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I consider Sunday to be my day of rest, except that sometimes I do post the watermark sermon or online. rearrange my calendar <laughs> or rearrange my calendar. <laughs> Check on my email, you know, Okay. design a new logo. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and like I said, our just. <laughs> Our description of work. not work. work. That, that is that is what I, you say. I know. I'm I know. saying. I'm saying. Since our business <laughs> is surrounded by technology, anything on a laptop on Sunday is work, unless okay. we're watching a movie as a family that right. was downloaded off iTunes. You know that that's that wouldn't be work right. unless we podcast about it, and then it is again. Well, and technically, Desperate but Housewives is work on techni- Sunday. Technically, but we when we marked out Sunday as a day of rest, we said, except for Desperate Housewives. Yeah, during the night. Yeah. Yep. So, but, <laughs> but still, for story. the majority of the part, Sunday is a day that I <laughs> right. don't technically work, you know, a full day. I'm not answering your emails. I'm not doing all that stuff. I'm not connecting. I, I am, for the most part, disconnected from my day-to-day routines every Sunday. Mm-hmm. It, it, you you probably are not going to get an email from me on Sunday. Um, so with all of that, um, you know, there came a point in time where eventually I, I started to, to show up more than just, you know, for a few minutes at dinner. Um, but 
You know, I will tell you, that was a very difficult time. Now, let's talk just a little bit about some more negative uh, consequences of making this decision for me to go full time. And that was, you know, where did the income come from? So obviously we told you that a lot of times we just would fake it until we make it. I mean, really, we were stretching. We were stretching and in ridiculously low amount of money in ways that it really shouldn't have been stretched. Right. Like it, it didn't even make sense for it to go that far. Right. It really didn't. But we did it. Yeah. So so in December of 2008, um, I, I ended up buying a car from my mom and dad. And we did something that, you know, I'm not I'm still not proud of to this day. Uh, we bought their old car, uh, 2003 Toyota Avalon. And the car value, they sold it to me for $10,000. And the car valued, the car valued at 17000 But And we borrowed how much, Steph? Fourteen. Fourteen thousand. So the car was is was valued at seventeen thousand. Um, we paid ten thousand. We borrowed fourteen thousand. Right. So I did that. So technically speaking, we had four thousand dollars to live in. You know, and plus I had my income from December. No, actually, we had two because you used two for the business. Oh, okay. And two for personal. Okay, that's what it was. Two to buy stuff for the business. Two thousand to to do personal. Plus, I had some income from December, and that's how we lived in all January. of our Christmas money. Yeah, and all of our Christmas money. Well, Christmas money w- what, went wait. towards paying things in February. February. Which, by the way, can I just tell February. you? You're right. Technically February. speaking, there was there is literally hard, I mean, hardly any income. Maybe eight hundred bucks generated in January of two thousand eight. Right. Um, in February 2008, I'd be su- I don't have the the numbers in front of me, but I'd su- be surprised if we made more than a thousand dollars in February. In March, uh, same deal. You know, it, it, the income was you know we. I I think if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I think we may have made close to fourteen thousand dollars, twelve to fourteen thousand dollars total in 2008. Right. It, it was as far as income revenue generated brought in right. by like personally, like per, pers- like right. the business paying us. Right. You know, now the business's bills were all, all the expenses of the business were being paid. But as far as income coming to us, I mean, we earned from our business between twelve and fourteen thousand dollars. Like Which was a far cry from eighty seven. Far cry. From- <laughs> And like I said, stretching it in a ridiculous amount. Yeah. And I will tell you that it got to the point where I think right around June, I mean, well, first of all, our, our tax refund in 2008, mm-hmm. like lasted, a, we made that last. We that made was, that last for like four th- months, I think. Yeah. Three or yeah. four months. And I think it was right around August of 2008 that I went Bar- to go see my, mm-hmm. my, um, my so, financial planner March. guy. March, April, May, June, June, July, and July, and we covered July as well. Ju- no, just June. You okay. went in July. Okay. And withdrew. Yep. So from I, your pension. I, so I withdrew. I withdrew fourteen thousand dollars from my pension account. Uh, which, by the way, can I say thank you, God? It was before the economic crash. Absolutely. It was thank before you. <laughs> the economic crash. Um, and which, by the way, which ma- was something we would which, have never done 
had it not have had we not seen any other way out. Right. Yeah. The only other way was to borrow a take out a business loan, which and we didn't want another and loan. It's like we don't want another loan. Right. I'd rather pay. You know, and by the way, I paid four thousand dollars in penalty penalties and taxes. Four thousand. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so we withdrew fourteen thousand. <laughs> Right. And and we we ended up having ten thousand dollars as a net result. Exactly. And that's how we lived for the rest on of the year. an income of twelve to fourteen thousand being brought home from our business. Right. And uh so things were not easy for our business. I mean things were tight. I mean, if those of you who listen to my crazy life slash which is now pursuing a balanced life, you guys have been listening to all this all along. You already know this. Right. Cliff you probably got tired of hearing Cliff whine and complain about how tight things are and how anxious he is about how, you know, how am I going to pay myself at the end of the month and, and stuff like that. And I'm so thankful that, that people were just, you know, they stood by me Mm -hmm. and and stuff like that. And, and so, but yeah, it was difficult. And then 2009 hit, uh, and it wasn't until January or February, 2009 that we started to actually, for the very first time, we saw a reduction in the number of plus memberships. Yeah. A reduction and plus memberships. And started to freak out. I really started we to freak did. out. We did. We really, really started to freak out. But I have to say that 2009, and I can say this because it's December 10th, um, 2009 has been a remarkable year mm-hmm. for us. And not only business-wise, but I think um, everything that happens upstairs, too. We've separated it into what happens downstairs and what happens upstairs. Exactly. <laughs> but... um. It really has been a remarkable year of hard work paying off. Uh, it, it's been a, a year of accomplishment, I think, for our family. And that, so in February, we started seeing plus members decline. But in May, we started seeing um, consulting clients rise. Yep. You know, it's like where we were, where we felt like we were, you know, maybe not doing so great in another, in one area, another area was like booming faster than we could even keep up with. Yeah. And when I say we, I mean you. <laughs> because don't ever call me for consulting because I couldn't help you. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it really was, it really was remarkable. Yeah. In how... They were evening each other out. Right. So, and and basically, the the if anybody's wondering why why would there be all of a sudden a sudden decrease in plus, it, I mean literally, and and, right. and I'm telling you, I have enough I have enough relationship with a majority of our plus members that I, nobody's going to sell me a they're not going to just try to let me down. Um, we they were they were financial. I right. mean, it was it's, I just got laid off. I, and I have all the emails of all those people and, and the conversation, they, they literally, they got laid off. They, they lost their jobs. And, and we've been praying for those people. I mean, yep. it, it's several because it isn't, it, I mean, this is about the community. Yeah, it really is. And these are our friends yeah, and, that, that this is happening to. Yeah. And we never, we never started plus membership so that we would have an inner circle and, and right. stuff. If there's ever anything that I've ever seen, and I know sometimes it's just joked about, but uh, somebody says, you know, I'm not a plus member. I'm just a minus member. It's like, no, that's that, not true. That is not true. No. It is not true. Um, you know, and, and matter of fact, when I interact with somebody in a plus, I have, you know, here in the chat room, I have no idea. I mean, well, actually, I, I take that back. I do know several people in here. I do know that they are plus members. But I, when I, when somebody's not a plus member and somebody emails me or something like that and they say, hey, you know, I, I've changed my email address. And I'm like, oh, is this person a plus member or not? Yeah, and that- so I, so 
when I interact, it's not the for, first thing I think in my mind. Right, absolutely. But plus members... We react with our heart, and it's no different... Exactly. No matter who you are in the community. Yeah. So, the but the thing is, is that, um, you know, so, several of those people have come back. They got their job. Mm-hmm. They got a new job, or they've started their own business, and, and you know, some have said, right. gosh, I've been so inspired by you. So, um, matter of fact, there's somebody in this chat room who uh there we go i was waiting for it he says i was a plus member then stopped and now i'm back so i, I wasn't going to mention who it was but uh michael but, they D- did. <laughs> but michael's in the chat room now and he just he just came back this week you know and, and so yeah welcome back and um but yeah so so we we've had ups and downs ups and downs <laughs> sorry and i just broke out into song in my head did you yeah welcome back yeah I, like i said in my head yes thank you um so anyway I, I want to say that it was probably August of this year. August of this August year. August of this year, everything changed. The, the, the whole The faucet of, was turned yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. The faucet was turned on. Um, it, it or was, the money truck arrived. The, the money truck arrived. <laughs> and and I, I say that because I don't know if you've used that in in your storytelling yeah. throughout this whole thing. But um, in, our, in our small group Bible study that we have here in our home... Um, we would always teasingly pray for the money truck. You know, we're praying for the money truck. We just need the two ends to meet. That's really, that's all we need. Yeah. But we're praying for the money. And it, and it's kind of like in August, you know, m- maybe a small delivery was made. Yeah. Ken says, I've been out of a job for a year and a half. Some, uh, someday I'll be a plus member if I ever get a job again. So Ken, I pray that you do find something. Absolutely. I do. And, and, you know, and not so that you can be a plus member because, but because we know what it, Right. It feels like. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and, and by the way, if anybody's out there listening, I know somebody that, that could possibly be interested in a sponsored plus membership, which mm-hmm. that's, a, that's another th- thing that, that has amazed me is that, you know, it really is people who, who are wanting to just say, I, I am, I want to support what you guys are doing. And we've had several people step forward and sponsor other plus members. So, right. um, but I, I love, you know, we, we've, we've talked about, you know, this was really hard on our kids. Yes. Well, I mean, if we're talking about negatives, yeah, let's I mean, talk about it. Th- this was really, really hard on our kids in ways that, um, number one, I'm pretty sure for a few. Well, you still don't even know how old Megan is. <laughs> she's she's ten. Yeah, I got okay, that one. So you know that now. Matt's um, seven. No, Matt's eight. Eight. See, I have no clue. <laughs> I love what you told me that Allison said. That was awesome. That is hilarious. Oh, you don't even know how old his kids are. Um, oh gosh. So. But they went, I mean, literally could go for a week or more at a time and not see you. It was bad. And and, and regretfully so. It, it, it was, it was bad. And, um, and then the, you know, just the, they, it, it was, it was a struggle to, to even get them chocolate milk. You know, that's one of McKenna's favorites. And that's, yeah. that's why I use that. But I'm like. McKenna, we just, we can't afford that kind of chocolate syrup, but that's the kind I want. I I don't care. That's the kind we can't get. You know, it was, it it, it was those little things, but to them, because they're kids seem like everything. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. And, and, and I want to tell you folks, um, you know, I, I felt like a miserable failure as a father. You know, I'm sitting here working around the clock and I'm not spending the time with my kids. You know, the, the attitudes of my kids were definitely shining through because of, as a result of it. 
it was really it was really getting bad. Mm-hmm. And here I am trying to lead an entertaining education, you know, provide education. And I'm supposed to live in encur- lead an encouraging and inspiring life. But to, everything outside the store felt like it was falling apart. Exactly. And it's and, and you know, it's like, OK, I understand that Cliff's sharing things and it's in, it's encouraging to know that, you know, you relate. But it, it's time for me to step up and say, you know what, I'm not going to live like this anymore. And so. Um, January of this year, I was in the hospital. I almost died, but I didn't. Stephanie will tell you all about that in an, in a, <laughs> in an episode of Full Time Mom. Look at look at that ep- look up That's that episode. That's the episode title, isn't it? Is. it? Yeah, uh, it's, I know you almost died, but you didn't. But you didn't. Uh, so that was a funny one. But anyway, um, yeah. So I almost died in the hospital in January of this year. My health was a mess. Uh, I think I got up to two hundred and sixty eight pounds. And in, and I had been trying to change, but not with much success until May of this year. And that's when my crazy life eventually uh, was transitioned into pursuing a balanced life. Mm -hmm. And I decided, you know what, this business is going to make it. I have no doubt that God has it. And and finally, it's like, you know what, I've been, God's never failed me yet. Every, every month I, I'm anxious about whether or not the bills are going to be paid, but every month the bills are paid. God's never failed. Right. And so why do I keep doing it? Why don't I just trust him? Why don't I do the things I know I'm supposed to do and pursue a balanced life? Get healthy. Walk an hour every day. Um, you know, eat healthy foods. Take time to be with my wife. Take time to be my, uh, the father that God wants me to be. And that's when things started changing. That was May. And then all of a sudden, I think God says, right on. And I think that, that that was at that point. I really that want to hear God say right on. I, I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> he says right on Cliff. Yeah. And gave me a big old Jesus high five. Yeah. That's a little too far. Yeah. The, well, if you knew the big butter Jesus song. I've seen. It, have you it, it, yes, Folks, I've do me a favor. It. Go to YouTube. Go to Google and type in YouTube. YouTube. Big butter. Big butter. Jesus. Oh, there it goes. It pulls right up. Does it? Yeah. So just type in, uh, go to Google, type in YouTube, big butter Jesus, and you'll understand uh, what I'm talking about. You had me till the high five. All right. But anyway, (laughs) but but I think that what happened was God saw that, you know, it's like, wow, you're getting serious. And, and, and I think that you've learned some lessons here. Right. And, and then all of a sudden things changed. Things changed here in the business. Um, the face of our family has radically changed since May. I really, really believe so. Um, you were, you know, talking about the attitudes of our kids, and there, there were things that um, my, our our marriage, because I was so willing to put myself aside because I thought you needed to spend time with them, and basically I needed to spend time away from them. Yeah, I, I, I was. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit I, I was tired of being around them. And, um, sorry, I was <laughs> in the chat room. Bye yep. PJ. Um, have a good time at school. So it was just, but since May, since, you know, you almost died, but you didn't, um, in January and in May really getting serious about things changing. We don't have it all together. We never will have it all together. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I think you forget that. I know. But, I'm a perfectionist. Uh, <laughs> I know. You are. But we, we never will have it all together. But it's like even even though we don't have it all together, we're on the same we're on the same page. We we're, are. We're, we're in the same book. 
And most of the time, we're on the same page. Yeah. One of us might be a paragraph or two ahead of the other. Yep. But. Yep. We're, yeah. we're, we're in the same book now. <laughs> well, here's, the, I think actually we're in the same book, but I think, I think now we're consistently staying in the same chapter and occasionally we're on the same page. No, 6697, our faces aren't as fat because mine is 64 pounds smaller. That's right. <laughs> well, my whole body is, but yeah, yeah, I don't even recognize myself in the mirror anymore. So, so the thing is, is that I want to say that, you know, one, one of the things that gets me is that I, I do, I'm, I'm very excited about the amount of business that has been coming in. Uh, you know, I, I, I realized that when I started out, I started out charging $50 an hour for consulting and then I, I did bump, bump it up into, mm-hmm. to $95 an hour. Um, in November of this year, I, I took more than a 50% rate increase and, um, I'm, and that went to $150 an hour. I am hoping to free some time, hoping to free some time. And the opposite has been true. Right. I'm actually generating more business consulting than I did before at one hundred and fifty dollars an hour now. And so people might think, well, well, gosh, Cliff and Stephanie, financially, they've got things made. Remember, we made twelve thousand dollars the first year of doing this business and took fourteen thousand we're behind on some stuff and we've cut some things way down to, you know, for this, we have no Christmas fund, no Christmas, no Christmas, which feels weird. It's, you know, because we had come to this, you know, spending so many years in debt (laughs) and putting Christmas on a credit card on December 24th. um, We finally got around to saying we're living by this budget. Why not make Christmas a line item in our budget. Which we did for a couple of years. Which we did for a couple of years. This year, there wasn't anything left over. that we There wasn't anything you could take from anywhere else no. to even put in a Christmas fund. Although in January, I'm making it a priority. Yeah, I understand. And, because, well, and now it can be. Because here we are, December 10th, with no idea. Yep. About about Christmas. Yeah. Not that, and, and I almost think that it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I really, really do because I don't want, it's not about the gifts. Right. It's not. Not that I don't want to give our kids anything. Right. But it, that's not the sole purpose of Christmas. I understand. But at the same yeah. time, it, it would be nice to right to get a gift for our kids. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, it. but anyway, um, I'm certain things are going to work out. Things yeah, are going to work things out. Things are going to work out. I believe that. And But the thing is, is, is that, yeah, things financially for us are very good. But at the same time, you know, we're, you know, I still have two more months that I could afford to contribute to our HSA account. Right. We've never let's put it this way. We've never we've been never we've never been late or OK, we've never been more than we've never been 30 days late on any bill. Right. We've been maybe 10, 15 days late every now and then. Right. On some bills. But never we've never affected what be a, a credit rating, which who cares about credit rating? Right. We, we don't, don't ever want to right. we don't ever want to borrow money again. But um. Uh, we've never been more. We've never been thirty days late on anything since we've started this. The only thing that, as far as a a bill that has been left behind, um, is our HSA deposit, which isn't something we're required to contribute to. But man, there's a point where that got five months behind, and we're right. now we're we and well, now we're only two months behind. We're two months behind. I don't know that we're going to be able to contribute f- fully to our HSA as much as we're allowed to. But uh, but still, but there's always next year. Yeah, we, we there's always next year, and and you know what, uh, God has been faithful, and so while episode four twenty five of pursuing a balanced life found at gspn.tv slash passion will give you all the exciting 
This is what you need to do to make it. This episode, episode number 88, Family from the Heart, is real. Is real. And it, you know, you need the excitement. You need the excitement. There are times when the excitement will drive you. And there are times when the excitement will spark you. Yeah. And there will be times when you've lost the excitement. And that's where you need the support of your spouse being on the same page, being surrounded by positive people, being surrounded by people who love you, who believe in you. And, 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 and it's, and it's important. Right. And I was uh, going to say, and there are times when the excitement will remind you. Okay. And if you want to share this episode with somebody, I can tell you right now, I'm going to set it up to where you can go to gspn.tv slash passion two, the number two passion, (laughs) passion, passion two. Okay. The sequel. Uh, so, so here's the deal. Um, we want to say thank you to one specific company absolutely right now and you've heard it and, and now hearing this episode do you understand why we're excited about mardell.com m-a-r-d-e-l.com when I say our mortgage has been paid for the last you know uh, what's three times six 18 thank honey. you so You're that welcome. now the last 19 months our son now knows multiplication facts better great than you. thank you <laughs> You're welcome. so so um, mardell dot com the sponsorship has paid our mortgage for the last 19 months and uh it we're, we're secured for a total of two years with them and they've supported this podcast family from the heart and we thank them and i have some feedback and i know that we're over an hour already so i'm going to wrap it up with this um this comes in from oh i didn't write down who this was from crud anyway thank you let me see if i can find it real quick because do 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 Thanks. It comes from Mitchell. Mitchell. All right. So Mitchell, this is from you. It says, hi, Cliff. I wanted to send out a quick thank you for everything you do. I have been a listener for about six months and a plus member for, I think, three months now. I even have my wife listening to some of your podcasts. Anyways, yesterday I was able to take advantage of the 10% discount at Mardell.com for the first time. It was pretty fun. After I placed my order, I had listened to your latest Family from the Heart podcast and you mentioned checking out Mardell's bargain bin. Curiosity got the best of me, so I went back to Mardell.com this morning to discover that they have $5 VeggieTale videos in their bargain bin. So I purchased a bunch of those for my three-year-old for Christmas. It was nice to be able to save a bit of extra money by being a gspn.tv or by using the GSPN promotional code on top of the bargain bin prices. Thanks again for all you do. Merry Christmas, Mitchell. So, Mitchell, thank you very much. And, folks, if you want to say thank you to Mardell.com for supporting this content, making it possible, head over to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Use promo code G-S-P-N in the shopping cart. That's it. That's it. So... I was just giggling internally of the the thought of um, VeggieTales on DVD. All of our VeggieTales are on VHS. I know. I know. <laughs> that is funny. We owned VeggieTales before we ever had kids. Yes, we did. They're ro- they rock. They do. They're awesome. So uh, that that's this episode. Difficult decisions. And and, and Stephanie, let me ask you. Um, how how are things now? I mean, we talked about it, but you're... I mean, I, I'm actually, you know, back to working some crazy hours right now because of how busy things are. But how is that effect? I mean, the big thing for me and what I want to let people know is that I may wake up early in the morning and work until five or six in the evening. But from from five or six in the evening until the kids go to bed, 
I spend a great deal of time with you and the kids, and you guys are the most important thing to me at that time. And, well, throughout the day, but I, fo- I show you during those times. Right. And sometimes I even come back and I've been working at night even a little bit. But how does that make you feel now compared to before? I'm, I'm fine. We're in a good place now, which is what I told you yesterday. It, you know, work all night if you want to. Work all night if you want to. If you have to, that's fine. And I have two days this week. And you week. have two days this week. And, you know, as long as our family is not being neglected, I'm fine with whatever schedule you need to work. Yeah. But, um, and I'm the type of person who will say, hey, you need, you know, you need to watch recording this pursuing a balanced lives if you're not really pursuing a balanced life, dude. Absolutely. You know, and so, so, but we're in a really good place now. You can work as much as you need to work as long as me and the kids don't feel neglected. Right. Folks, and that's and, how I feel about that. And I'm going to be recording a, 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 um, a thing on this book, Crush It. Because it's really helped me to understand how I can... I love that part that you read to me yesterday. Yes. We talked about it. By the way, we read that entire part in uh, you can read, Social uh, Media Can Serenity. I read Chapter 9 right now? Yes. Can I read Chapter 9 right now? Yeah. Um, does it have a title? Where yeah, it's called The Best Marketing Plan Ever. Okay. Chapter 9 of Crush It is called The Best Marketing Plan Ever. And it simply says one word. Care. Care. It's an awesome chapter. It's awesome. It? So anyway, episode, I think it's, is it 21 that I just did this morning of Social Media Serenity? If you want to know this, uh, yeah, episode 21 of Social Media Serenity, socialmediaserenity.com. Reread the entire section that you just talked about, uh, about hustle. And it's about how much, you, how hard you have to work at this, you know? And that's the truth. It, it honestly is. And, um, but I think my favorite part about this now, where we are, it, it's, been my favorite part throughout the whole thing right but there were struggles and there was time i we ran out of time didn't no, I? I just i moved it back a little go oh, okay. ahead okay but um but right now we're we as a family and we as a business are in a very very good place we are and my favorite thing about gspn is that this is a family that you you've started your own family run business you know this is something that we get to do together yeah you know we're doing this show together but the kids are as much a part of this as as i am right and um and i love that i think that 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 bonds us and that grows us stronger so yeah. anyway i'll shut up now no you don't have to shut up i mean you know th- that's <laughs> one thing i love about <laughs> really podcasting we don't have to break for a spot you know for for a commercial i know that you have to break <laughs> for a potty but anyway. i do for like the last 40 minutes I or know. so <laughs> i know so uh but anyway I, I, I wanted to hear, because you and I had that conversation yesterday. And by the way, folks, Stephanie and I have had just some amazing conversations, just looking into each other's eyes and just really connecting on you a very... You ruin it with the whole looking into each other's eyes thing. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I don't know how that <laughs> okay. ruined it, but anyway. Making it mushy. Oh, mushy. So anyway, it, we've just had some... We're connected. We are. We're... And, and, and our and family... And, and so just know this. I am pursuing a balanced life. And you may see me, quote unquote, crushing it, which means I'm working my, I'm hustling. I, I mean, and that's what it's called. That's what it's called in the no. book. <laughs> Go but, ahead. But I, I'm, I'm working some crazy stuff. But I'm, and I'm, and some of that's going to be a part of the balance and being flexible. But sometimes that means I can take off two and a half hours and have lunch with my wife that's one right. day. And I love that that flexibility. I'm starting to live into that. 
And uh, I thank God for it all. We thank God for Absolutely. it all. Absolutely. And we thank God for each and every one of you. We do. All right. Until next time, everybody. Join, Join the, the community. community.